Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling. And this week I wanted to talk to you about how you can date differently by aligning with your values. But first, how are we all ladies? It has been half term for me over here. I've just about survived. Lila is like Judith Chalmers and has been on two holidays. She went to Belfast with her dad to the Titanic Museum because she's obsessed with Titanic after seeing the film at Christmas. And we had a little trip to Wales. We went to stay in a friend's static caravan and it was possibly the poshest caravan site I've ever been on. It was all very lovely. There was hot tub lodges by a lake with a boathouse pub and it was all very lovely and it was in Wales so we obviously had a bit of rain but I fully enjoyed it. I fully enjoyed getting out, fresh air. I love listening to the rain on the roof of the caravan. I love the sound of it. It relaxes me and you know sitting on a beach, well kind of a beach, sitting near the beach, could see the sea, eating our sandwiches in the drizzle and the wind, with the seagulls trying to attack us. Would it even be a British holiday without doing those things? I do not think so. But before that, we obviously had Valentine's Day, and that was preceded by Galentine's Day. So it has been a pretty busy, epic week for me, because all of the things that are surrounding love, um, obviously lots of content for me to get out there because of that. I've been doing boundaries workshops and before that, Ed took me out to the Oyster Club, which is a seafood restaurant in Birmingham. Yeah, I know, we are not exactly known for our seafood around here because we couldn't possibly get further from the sea if we tried, but it was absolutely delicious and yes you guessed it we had oysters and a huge seafood platter and it had lobster on and god it was yeah it was a very good valentine's night well done here the boy did good um but now lila is back at school and the washing has been done you just can't beat a bit of routine can you i literally thrive off routine it's sad but it's true I absolutely love sitting in my little office it's a creation day for me today when I can just sit and I can write my podcast record my podcast create all the content for the couple of weeks ahead because the rest of the next couple the rest of the next couple of weeks let me get my words out properly because for the next few weeks I will be focused on creating content for the course I am creating at the moment and that is going to be my time will be split between doing that and my one-to-one clients so it's so nice to just have that bit of routine and be back into you know get up to school dog walk (sighs) 
Anyway, back to today's episode. Because I have been doing a little bit of market research recently. And the resounding answer I got from the questionnaire, from all those lovely single ladies who were kind enough to complete my questionnaire, was that there are no good men out there. Now, if you would like to pop your two pennies worth into my market research, I will pop a link in the show notes and you can go and answer my questions and let me know what your thoughts are. But basically, the answers I got were dating apps are confusing. We get messages from guys that are inappropriate. Uh, Guys that we meet on dates are not good enough for us. Um, Or they think they are too good for us. And in the words of Cher from Clueless, yes, ew, because that is another one of Lila's favourite films at the moment. I am so proud. She, (laughs) Titanic and Clueless. I feel like I am 15 again. It's amazing. But we do want a relationship so again the ladies who answered my survey they do want to meet somebody they want to meet somebody who's honest they want to meet somebody who's trustworthy it's somebody who has their shit together and a couple of the answers were things like you know i'm meeting guys that don't have their own place they don't have a decent job they don't drive we are looking for people that do have their shit together that do have their own place that do have a job that do have a car because we're looking for someone who is our equal because we have achieved so much as single women we have our own places cars career and if you've got kids you are solo parenting alongside all of the other things that you are doing as well and doing all those things on your own so we do kind of have that I don't need no man mentality because we don't but we would like one to complete us to share our lives with to have a future with because when our kids grow up and they have their own lives we will want to share our lives with somebody and we were not supposed to be alone I don't know how many times I've said this but we are not supposed to be alone we can handle it all on our own you can thrive at your career you can be a single mom you can be a single income household and still have the social life and do all the things that bring you joy and in fact we are celebrated by society rightly so for having all of these things for you know considering our parents my mom your mom our grandmothers wouldn't have even had their own bank accounts until 1975 We have come a long way in the last 48 years and the fact that my mum wouldn't have had her own bank account and she would have completely relied on my dad when we were kids is mind-blowing. I'd just like to point out that I am not old enough to have been born in 1975, I am a 1981 baby but my older brothers and sisters are so my mum was part of that generation who was a housewife who was given housekeeping money by her husband and totally relied on that because she didn't have money of her own she didn't have a job of her own she didn't have anything of her own so you know she totally relied on him no wonder she wanted to get me a bank account when I was a little girl because she didn't have that option she didn't have the the option to do these things so we are celebrated it's great that we have these things we have all these options available to us we can do anything we want we have more options than anyone could possibly have thought we would have in our 
time of our lives. And imagine what it's going to be like for our daughters when they grow up as well. What what options will they have available to them? But all this aloneness is actually causing more problems than we think. Because, you know, we are celebrated for being alone. So we do more of it. We are alone. We can handle our shit. We don't need a man. But the World Health Organization, who actually declared loneliness as a global public health concern last year saying it is as bad for people's health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day now i am not saying that having a man will change loneliness because you know being in the wrong relationship or being with the wrong person is actually more lonely than being alone i'm not even saying that you are lonely we all have full active lives that bring us joy but if you are listening to this podcast, then there is probably something or some part of you that thinks that you might actually like to have a someone or a relationship or be with someone. And having a supportive partner can literally change your life. You can thrive in all areas of your life from having a supportive partner. They will help you support help you survive help you thrive (laughs) a supportive partner can help you thrive in your career will support you with your goals in life and if you are like me and you are self-employed a supportive partner will hold your hand when you cry about the tech issues and they'll be there to cheer you on and celebrate with you when you sign that new client but having someone to do life with is way better than having no one to do life with even with all the complications of dating of childcare, of co-parenting of living separately of living 30 miles apart and having children at schools in opposite ends of the midlands you know packing bags twice a week just to spend time with each other this is my life by the way (laughs) honestly and if i lived a little more in the countryside we would have like a town pad like a city pad and a country pad but I live kind of close to the city well to the town centre of a small town in the West Midlands so it doesn't quite work like that but we we are still quite far apart there's still quite lots of complications in our relationship but it's still better to have somebody and the right person to support me in my life and to be there And for me to be there to support them in their life, in their goals, in their career, in their parenting. But my point here is, if you don't think you need a man, because you think that a man will ruin your independence, or if you think that there are no good guys out there, if you think that it's all men are cheaters, all men are liars, all of them have terrible behaviour, I mean, insert bad behaviour here, because... We've all experienced it. We've all had those guys that ghost us, that turn up six months later, that text us. We liked them. We didn't like them. We liked them. They disappeared. We've all had those experiences. But if we think that all of our experiences of dating and men are going to be like that, then they will be. You will only attract what you think you will attract. So how can you change what you believe about men when all you've had is bad experiences so far and bad behaviour and I so feel you here I had a long-term relationship which I thought was the be-all and end-all I went all in we had a business together a house together we 
had a daughter together. But still, he betrayed my trust. I was tied up financially, co-parenting, let alone the emotional ties that I had with that person. And that relationship broke down. And I was left feeling broken and distrusting of everybody I met. And I started dating again pretty much immediately because I wanted... I mean, I've said this before, I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to be on my own. And it might be different for you. It might be that, you know, you are on your own and you are independent and you do not want to meet somebody because you think they're going to ruin all of that for you. But I wanted to meet somebody and I started dating again. And all I attracted were guys that cheated and lied. And I mean, some of them are nice and I can see their good points. But that's another episode for another day. But... I then started to see that I was playing a part in my dating experience because I didn't value myself very much. I I had no idea what I valued. I had no idea what values were, let alone how to align with them. And I didn't realise what I had to offer in a relationship or what a relationship could offer me. I did, however, then start to see actually me and my ex were probably not a great fit and he had found somebody who was a good fit for him and who would meet his needs and in a way that I would never or never could or would meet his needs but then that started my self-development journey because I signed up for an online course it was designed to empower and build confidence in women who wanted to be leaders now at the time I was managing a team in our business that we shared so I wanted to rebuild my confidence because I wanted to be able to lead that team and let's be honest I never want to lead a team ever again it was an awful experience I was in a bad place in my life and I'm not a natural manager I'm not a natural person to be a manager but I gave it my all I gave it my best and it wasn't it wasn't for me but that course then taught me to work out what I valued in my life and I've talked about values before values are the things that you love in your life that you can't put in your handbag they're not things that you can't they're not physical things so you know my my treasured mulberry handbag is not one of my values but your values are those things that determine how you think how you feel how you behave they are the core beliefs which guide you on how you go through your life and they will come from how you were brought up what other people have influenced you they will be influenced by many different things and my values I worked out were honesty these are my personal values they are honesty community and love I need honesty because I can't have a relationship with people unless they're honest with me I cannot bear people who are are just dishonest who just won't answer a question directly I would rather know and then I can deal with what the consequences are of knowing the truth of the situation if I know the truth I'll deal with it that's fine I also need people around me who will support me in whatever I am doing even if they think I'm crazy which I am and most people do think I'm crazy when I tell them I'm a life coach and I've started a podcast to talk about dating and relationships they think I'm mental but as long as they support me who cares if I'm crazy I'm a single mom I live alone I need the other school moms around me because I need them to remind me it's Mufti Day I need them to remind me it's the school disco 
I need Lila to have other children around her because she's an only child and she will need other children of her age around her. And that's community. I live in a little close where we all know each other. The teenagers babysit and the other kids play with each other out on the street. And I truly value this. I truly, truly value my neighbours, my community and, you know, bringing Ed into part of that and his daughters. I truly value what we can create from the community that I'm part of and of course I value love because I think when we love someone or something we will accept the differences and the imperfections and we won't try to change them because we don't want people to try and change us and like let's think about my treasured mulberry handbag and I've just picked up a new vintage leather handbag with all their imperfections in the leather and all the lovely usedness of them I love them I think that makes them I think that makes what they are obviously I can't have my mulbs as one of my values but I wouldn't want to change it I wouldn't want to change the scratches in the leather I wouldn't want to change the bits and bobs that have happened to it and the wear on it because it is beautiful and I love it and I value love because we all deserve to be loved we all deserve to be cherished by another person I think it's in our DNA to be loved, to be part of a community in a very hunter-gatherer, caveman-style way. Having love and being part of a community is what we are supposed to do as human beings. But my business values are totally different because your values will be different in different areas of your life. You'll You'll value different things in different you know maybe you'll value something different in your career than you would from a romantic relationship so my business values are freedom creativity and sustainability because I love working alone told you I was a terrible manager I I can't bear being around people when I'm working I like to sit on my own I like to create things and I like to work one-to-one with clients I can deal with one-to-one with clients I find it a great way of working with people I can do group coaching with people because I can deal with the people in that group I'm in control of that situation and obviously with my course coming up I can work with those people as well because it's all there for them and I'm there to support them if they need me on messaging or in the groups that we do anyway so I love being alone I live the freedom to create what I want to create, the freedom to create things that I know will help people in their lives, the freedom to create these courses that I know will change women's lives, who will will empower them, that will give them the confidence, that will change the way they think about dating and men and relationships and how they think about themselves, how they will have pure self-acceptance. I love creating all these things to help women have pure self-acceptance. So freedom's really important to me because I know that if I've got the freedom to create, I can help people. But it has to be sustainable. So sustainability is in there. You know, it has to be a nice work-life balance that I am able to work on these things on my own, create them, without burning out and make money from them because I've only got so much energy to give and I've got bills to pay so (laughs) um that these these are the reasons behind my values my challenge to you is for you to work out what you value in your life what would you value from a romantic relationship and you know values can be things like mine sustainability freedom love 
Or they can be things like family, intimacy, wealth, joy, integrity, travel, education, adventure, beauty. The list goes on and on and on. But to work out your values, just start writing a list of things that you value in your life. Entitle it, for example, Rachel's romantic values and ask yourself what would be important to you in a future relationship and let's say it's love I hope because you want to be loved and cherished by another person and you would love to give love and cherish another person and say it's intimacy because sex and intimacy is an important part of having a romantic relationship and respect because having a sexual intimate relationship with somebody means that they need to respect how you feel about it and you need to respect how they feel about it so let's say it's those three and then why don't you ask yourself why is this important to me why is this important to a future romantic relationship for you what is it about love that is important to you what is it about respect that is important to you is it that that person needs to respect that you're you need space Is it that that person needs to respect that this is what you believe in something? Is it that this person needs to have respect for you and you need to have respect for their beliefs? There's so many times, there's so many things that you could ask how you can work out why it is truly important to you that respect is one of your values. Or maybe it's something else. Maybe it's joy. Maybe it's adventure. 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 Maybe it's, you know, having somebody who has the freedom to go on adventures with you. So then you will start seeing that these people are the people that you want to attract into your life. So, you know, write down, feeling respected is important to me because, and list out all the reasons why feeling respected is important to you. Sex and intimacy is important to you because, and then list out, all the reasons that sex and intimacy is important to you. Someone who you can travel with, someone who you could explore with, someone who you could have adventures with. Why is this important to you? And just write all the reasons why this is important to you because there's going to be many, 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 many of them. And if you get stuck, you need to push past so you can really work out why that is important to you. And this is such a great way for you to start to realise that you can change your beliefs about men. You can change your beliefs about dating. And if you can work out what you value and what it is you want from a relationship, then you will start to attract those people who have complementary values to yours. They don't have to have the same values. Ed's values aren't the same to me. He likes authenticity and I do have a list of them somewhere. He likes people to be authentically themselves and, you know, honesty is up there as well. So all of our things, all of our things, all of our values align with each other and I align with my values. And once you know what these values are, you will protect them. I do not stand for people being dishonest with me anymore. You know, if people are dishonest with me then they're just not the person for me friends family members dates back in the day if they're dishonest they're just not for me you know there's ways of telling you the truth and there's ways of skirting around isn't it and 
it's just like that for me. Thank you. Bye bye. I don't need you in my life. If you can't be honest with me, I can't have you as part of my life or I have to take you with a big pinch of salt and I don't have you as part of my inner circle. If you meet a guy and I mean, this is a true story, guys. This is a true story. But if you are on the dating apps and on messages, a guy tells you that he has a small dick. Definitely a true story. This has happened in real life. Then if like intimacy and sex is for you and it's at the top of your values, I'm not sure that guy is for you. I'm not sure whether that's a thing or not. That guy wouldn't be for me. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to have a small dick. There's obviously other things that they can do. But if, say that happened, it's a true story. Um, (laughs) Sex and intimacy is at the top of your values. I think that maybe that guy is not for you. And you can move on and know for a fact that you haven't missed out on anything and you know if feeling respected is important to you and then you are disrespected when you meet somebody for a date or you don't feel like he has any respect for women by the way he talks about his ex-partner or his last girlfriend or you know the last date he went on then again is that guy for you because he doesn't sound like he's got any respect so Once you've worked out what you value, you'll start singling out the guys that you don't want to see again. You will start thinking, okay, he's cute. I'm attracted to him. But I don't think he has very much respect for me or other women. Okay, he's cute. I'm attracted to him. He's listening to me. But he's got a small dick. I don't think he's the guy for me. And (laughs) I'm sorry, I've become that that one. But it, it did definitely happen. And if you meet a guy and he has got a nine to five job, then he doesn't look like he likes to go on holiday. He doesn't ever leave his house because he sits and watches football all day long on the weekend. Then do you think that travel and exploring and adventure are at the top of his values? I don't think so. So he is possibly not the guy for you. What I'm saying is when you know what you value and when you know what you want to do and how these things are really important to you and then you meet guys, they're cute, they listen to you, you feel attracted to them, but actually their values don't align with you, you will start dating differently and you will start being like, actually, no, that's not that's not the guy for me. He is not for me. It will make it so much easier for you to work out the right guys for you because you will know that you want somebody who complements your values and I have just gone on and off on a tangent about men with small dicks and lack of respect and who are gamers and I am not saying that any of those things are bad things because you might there's somebody out there for everybody you might be a gamer you might be somebody who sits and watches football on a Saturday afternoon that might be the thing for you I'm using myself as an example so those were my values I looked for somebody who complemented my values. You need to go and work out what your values are so you can find somebody who complements your values too. Thank you so much for joining me today. That I feel like was a rambly long one, but maybe not so long. But yeah, I felt like I rambled a lot today. But if you found the episode valuable, if I say value one more time, just please share it with your friends. Please let people know that 
this might be helpful to them. There are ladies out there who are struggling with their dating and relationships and they might need my support. So the more that you share, follow, comment, rate and review my show, the more it will get out there to ladies who need to hear this message and know that they are not alone. But thank you again for joining me today. I am actually doing some boundaries workshops in the coming weeks where we will be mapping out your values and working out what you and your authentic self looks like and how you can clearly create state and uphold boundaries when you're dating. So no more bad behaviour from those guys there is a link in my show notes if you would like to join me on one of those boundaries workshops but don't worry if you can't join me live you can always catch a replay of it thanks again for joining me today and i will catch you on the next episode of healing with teeling hey ladies can we talk about dating for just a second please And more specifically, those bad dates that just seem to happen in a cycle over and over. And the reason I bring this up is because I have surveyed numerous single ladies in the past few months and the same struggles are happening for you all. You ladies are struggling to work out if online dating is worth the time and effort. You're investing time, energy and money into dates that end up being with Mr. Charisma. You know the type. Or when you do meet a guy you like, there are mixed signals and it is just confusing. So I am running an hour long masterclass. It is going to be the ultimate dating masterclass called Break the Cycle of Bad Dates, where you will learn how to identify if this guy is worth your time before you meet him, how to prepare for a date without investing too much time, money or headspace, the signs to look for if he likes you, how to get him to ask you out again and how to walk away from a successful date without the confusion of will he, won't he. There will be three masterclasses over the next few weeks so you can pick the best masterclass that suits your schedule. Join me on either Monday the 3rd of June at 8pm, Friday the 7th of June at 1pm or Wednesday the 12th of June at 7pm. This will be the ultimate dating masterclass and it will shift your mindset and your actions in dating. If you are willing to invest just one hour of your time, it will save you hours of over-investing in men. It will save you all the energy you have put into getting nothing in return and it will save you the money you would have spent on a high investment date. This will be a better use of your time than meeting that guy. Head to the link in the show notes to book your space and I can't wait to see you there in the masterclass. Much love!